This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hi, Bell Babies. Aaron here. And I am here to talk to you guys about Miracle Brand. Okay, so I the rest of the country might be, you know, gearing up for a, a nice crisp fall, but it's been in the hundreds uh, in Los Angeles for weeks now. And I have to say that getting Miracle Brand sheets mere moments before the heat wave I think might have saved my life, my marriage, my friendships. Um, this, these sheets actually help stay, help like keep you and your body cool at night. They're actually self-cooling bed sheets. Now, it's something very fancy and scientific. It's like silver. It's inspired by silver-infused fabrics made by NASA. Okay, so these are not just your everyday average sheets. These have like actual smart people helping make our life better. Okay, my life better. Now, here's some interesting stuff about self-cooling properties, because I didn't know until now. Using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night, and I think that results in making you a better person. They're also self-cleaning, so if you're out there and you want less laundry, these sheets are infused with natural silver that prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. So no more gross odors. Cuckoo, that's important. And it's actually luxurious. They're comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. The sheets use a premium 500 thread count sateen weave that's made with USA grown Supima cotton. Okay. I don't even know if I'm fancy enough to say that, but here we are, here we are, which is one of the highest quality cottons in the world. So you guys go to trimiracle.com slash dumbbells, D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S to try it today. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save 40% off and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. So upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash dumbbells. Thank you, Miracle Brand, for sponsoring this episode. McGowan, certified personal trainer and working her way through the Despicable Me series. And this is where Sanger usually says that he is also a personal trainer, but I'm riding solo. So you have found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast, trying to bring you information, motivation, and a little bit of inspiration. And I think I got those in the wrong order, but that's usually not my part. So, hey, Dumbbells. Let's get dumb. Hey, everybody. It's me, Erin. Um, as you heard in that intro, it is me today. Um, I have an amazing guest. Um, it's a little light in fitness, but because we have both gone through IVF, and guess what? You have to be pretty light on fitness. So it's heavy on lots of information, lots of inside scoops, and lots of of hot, hot hormone drama. Please welcome to the show, writer, comedian, Lindsay Gentile. Coming in hot, hot, hot. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me today in the weight room. Welcome to the Dumbbells. Ooh, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) 
I, um, you know, I'm riding solo. Usually we've got our, our boy Stanger, prayers up Stanger. You know, he's working on some serious projects right now. So we have to keep those under wraps. But I'm glad you're here because Stanger wouldn't have wanted to be here to talk about IVF. Um, so no. that's, you know, I'm really just throwing it down here right up top. But some people have asked me on my Instagram about my little IVF journey that I have just mainly been posting photos of my outfits that I wear for ultrasounds. <laughs> I love Which it. Would you be surprised at like, well, for me, it might not be the same for you, but like it kind of matters to me what I wore to those. I, I'm sure it didn't look like it mattered, but there was like, you want some circulation down there. You don't want to just be. <laughs> yeah, you want to be comfortable. The whole thing is so uncomfortable. So you want to be comfortable, but not feel like a slob also. Right. You want to look like, hey, I barely tried, but also I'm still cute. Right. Yes, like, exactly. So so um, so some people asked me if I was going to talk about it on here. And so I reached out to you because I knew you had also gone through this journey. So thank you for being here and for spilling the beans on really private stuff. Yeah. You know, it's when you're done with something like this, you kind of put it away. So I went back and revisited like journal entries and I documented it a lot of it on my Instagram and I watched like a bunch of videos and I was like, wow, I was really talking about bleeding and my period a lot. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, it's a big part of it. You know, that's a big part of it. And yeah. I, and you know, I actually meant to look up like some scientific stuff before we did this podcast, but I didn't because um, that's kind of my vibe. But I didn't really understand how my own body worked leading no. up to this process. No. And now I feel like a like a, a medium understanding has finally settled in. But do you? Because you're <laughs> pumped up with all these pills and hormones. It, like, what is your body? What part of that is actually your body? And what part of that is manufactured? That's true. You're right. You're like, right. who knows right. what anything right. is anymore? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, we're going to get to that. But I want the Bell Babies out there to get to know you a little bit. Tell us where you started, where you come from. What's your hometown? Where are you at? Oh, shit. We're going back We're going to back the bases. The beginning, the beginning um, of your IVF journey when you were a baby. When I was, well, <laughs> my daddy and my mommy. Um, <laughs> no, I grew up in South Florida, like a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And I um, went to University of Miami. So I stayed in Florida through college then wow. I moved to New York, where I met your hubby, Jason Sines, uh, doing a lot of comedy and stuff like that. And I lived in New York for like eight years. And I always knew that I would like fall back on being a personal trainer because my mom was a personal trainer up oh. until like even just in the last three years. Like she still teaches yoga here and there. Wow. Um, yeah, so she was always a therapist and a personal trainer, and she would kind of, like, do both, and sometimes it would be more training, and sometimes it would be more therapy. So I grew up, like, in a gym setting. Yeah. So I knew at some point I would do it, and I taught, like, teen uh, spin classes and teen boot camp classes when I was really young. But then when I moved Gosh, to New York— so cute. Yeah, little Lindsay. Um <laughs> You know, when I lived in New York, I was, like, doing a lot of comedy and drinking and smoking cigarettes. Like, I wasn't really thinking about, like, being a right. healthy human just yet okay. in my 20s. But when I moved to L.A., it felt like something I could do. I could, like, get in my car and drive to clients and, like, lug the equipment around more easily. Yeah. And all it took was waiting tables for, like, two years for me to be like, yeah, no, I'm not... I'm not falling back on this. I am falling back on that. So I became okay. a personal trainer. Like one-on-one um, -on -one now, it's probably been like eight years, seven years. But group okay. fitness, I've always kind of gone like in and out of. Okay. What do you like better? 
I like one-on-one. Group fitness is like you can't really spend as much time with people as you yeah. want to. And this person's got a wrist thing and this person's got a knee. Like it's really difficult to really like take care of everybody compared to just being one-on-one or two-on-one is really nice too. But um, yeah, I think I like two-on-one. It yeah. still has a little bit of that, like like you said, but two-on-one, they like people can feed off each other's energy but you're still like right there with both people. I think yes. like that has been something I've been playing around with and even just adding one more, a third throws it out the window. <laughs> yeah. And my doubles right now, I have two doubles and they're a husband and wife. So that's a really interesting thing too. Cause you get like a full dynamic into their relationships. Oh, I love it. <laughs> And when you're a trainer, you're like a therapist, you're a best friend, you're just a buddy and like a, you know, it becomes really about like the personal relationships with people. Right. And so it's very interesting doing the two on ones because you're getting like a major insight, insight (laughs) into their lives, you know? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm like, do I love that or do I hate that? I would love it. Honestly, I love to be a a fly on the wall anywhere. Yeah, it's pretty great. As I think Clay Aiken said. (laughs) Did he say that about what? <laughs> it was his song. If I oh. was invisible, remember? Do you remember that song? No, I, I'm sorry. I was a huge Clayton fan, and I, I, I think I was even maybe in love with him. I'm sorry to say that, but I think I was. I know I was. Oh, okay. And she's saying it here, guys. <laughs> she here. was in love with him. <laughs> there was a line that was like, um, "If it was like if I was invisible." I would just like watch you in your room. <laughs> oh wow! I was like, it's number one hit. That's... If I was in this, anyways. Okay, wow, wow, wow. Um, wow. But I love the the marital dynamic. I do think that would be fun. Have you and your fiance ever worked out together like that? You know, I cannot get him to do that with me. <laughs> he will hike. He will walk. He will climb. He's, like, very fit in the, like, climbing, hiking way. Sure, yeah. But he will not pick up a weight. I mean, I made him do, like, five crunches once, and he was sore the next day. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) my God. Like, so he's, like, healthy enough where he's active, but, like, he will not work out with me at all. That's, you know, I mean, I I guess I respect someone that knows their their limits, you know? (laughs) It's not, if he does, like, um... Bicep curls, like if he comes in the room while I'm working on, he starts like playing around. It's like the elbows are flying everywhere. Uh-huh. Like there's no sense of like what is happening here. So I'll be like, tuck your elbows in. Like I'll try to like get his foot and it's like too hard. And he's like, no, I'm good. I like <laughs> how like, I'm doing it. Yeah. Then I can't do it. So let I me can't be. swing around. I don't want to do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, really quick, going back to your mom being um, a personal trainer and you growing up around that. I always have like wondered what my life would be like if I grew up like kind of knowing that fitness core, like you could shift your body with fitness. Mm. I just thought if you didn't eat Taco Bell, you might fit in your bathing suit. That was my correlation. What, like, what was that like like growing up with a mom that did that kind of stuff? Did you feel like you got that knowledge Yes and no. Like, you have to think about, too, like, because you and I are about the same age. Like, there were, like, fads. There's always, like, fads. And now we're old enough to know that, like, all of those fads are, like, really dumb. But there's, like, still these, like, counting calorie fads or, like, aerobics. Like, my mom taught aerobics in the 80s. Like, she went through all these different fads. So I'm not sure she, like, 100% taught me about gaining muscle or it was really because I don't want to throw anyone in my family under the bus. <laughs> well, um, we all hide them from any social media we do about this. Don't but worry. you know, there's like a lot of body image disorder stuff that women sure. grow up with and their moms want them to be, pr- I'm talking about her mom had a thing about like being 
beautiful and how that's better than not being beautiful and being, you know, skinny is better. I, I hear it now, like when her sisters talk and stuff like that. So I think my mom was as healthy as she could be being raised in kind of that life. So yeah. it was mostly about, oh, I feel fat because I ate all this garbage. Um, if But <laughs> if you work out, you can you know, eat the garbage. Or if you work out, you mm. feel better about eating the garbage. It still was more that than like muscle-based. I'm sure she wasn't like that with her clients, but like the talking yeah. around the house was like, got to lose five pounds. I'll start on Monday. Like it was still that same kind of thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. That, I mean, thank God. Ooh, I thought I was out here just alone, you know? <laughs> well, that's what, it, that's the thing. It's like for the listeners right now, yeah. Aaron's been training me for my wedding because like, I don't want to do the work. Like I'm tired at the end of the day. So like, I, I like to hire friends to like help me. And I ask her dumb questions all the time that if a, <laughs> if one of my clients asked me, I'd be like, who's this dumb bitch? Like, it just, it, it, you want to trust it and you know the answers, but you want right. someone to give you the real answer, you know? It's right. always going to be like that no matter what, I feel like. No, it is true. It's funny because I, like, I have just left my personal trainer and I really was like, oh my gosh, like, what am, like... Who will I go to with these questions? Like, it doesn't just like just because I can guide others doesn't mean I can guide myself mentally. It really does like take a person outside of your own self. Hold on, my I think my dogs are having a convention. Can you hear them? Yes, I can hear them. Yeah, my dogs are having a quick little conference. I, you know, you get them. I get my dogs two new toys because I got two dogs and they never want one of the toys. It is just a, a given. And so I just gave them new toys and now they're having the now, conference. Now look what's going on in your house. <laughs> a battle royale. Um and now but they're I, leaving. <laughs> but I do think like thinking about it now, I do think like when I've dated people or become friends with people, I do feel like I've always worked out and exercised. It's always made me feel mentally healthy. Mm. And when I meet people that don't work out, it's like very weird to me because I grew up like just like always being in like an exercise-y house. Yeah. So it's always like, oh, wow. Like what would that life be like? Like for people who don't work out, it's like very strange and abnormal to me. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I remember like my mom, I have like my mom came to visit a few times in LA and each time I've like hired a trainer for her and I to go work out together and it'll be like cute bonding. And my, the, like, it was like the third time afterward, my mom was like, we don't have to do this every time. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. But like, you know, my parents, they, they would go to the gym, like they would go to the YMCA, but they would walk on the treadmill and that was really it. Like right. my, my dad's, I even like over Christmas tried to like teach them how to do some seated weight stuff just cause they're both older and you know, yeah. haven't done weights ever. And they were just like, they're, I, they, ne they never, they don't do it, you no, know, and they like their routine. It works for them. Yeah. Which is fine. But, and I, I definitely like, I need it in my life, like to exercise, but like, even, you know, now I'm jumping back to the IVF thing. You're not supposed to exercise. Right. And it has been like, I have felt a little batty. <laughs> well, yeah, because I remember, and just from revisiting today, like when I was going through stuff, like they didn't tell me that. Like I had to ask that because I guess they don't assume people work out as much as we do. So like mm. I had to be like, hi, two questions. Like when can I use a tampon and when can I work out? Because I have to work out like immediately. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, no, no. Like two weeks, like can't do it until you get your period. And, da, da, da. and then when you get your period, you could walk and... I'm like, like that, I didn't even think about that when I was preparing for it. So like, yeah, like 80 to 90% of working out to me is mental health. Like 
I am a crazy bitch. Like, (laughs) if I'm feeling... Like, yesterday I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like I want to, like, murder you right now to Bradley. And he's like, why don't you go for a run or something? And I went for a run and I felt great. Like, it had nothing to do with him. <laughs> I think I'm going oh to kill God. you. <laughs> I love that. I love that he's just, like, knows you and is like, hey, why don't you just real quick, before I die in front of everyone, go on a quick run. I think he... Was it yesterday or today? I was like, I'm so irritable. I don't know why. Like, I, I don't know if I'm PMSing or if it's hormonal. He's like, scream like, point, point and scream like, shut the fuck up, idiot. <laughs> and then he was like, do it again. Do it again. It actually was like really great. So I feel like we're figuring each other out. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I love both options. Because not every day do you have time for a big run or just a no. run. You know, who knows where your shoes are? So you might just need to scream. <laughs> What's the phrase? I think he was saying like, <laughs> shut up, motherfucker, or something like that. I forget. And he thought it was funny. So it was like, he was like laughing and doing it with me. And I was like, wow, that's actually like really good. Like, I wish more couples would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. God, it would have, now any of these things would have come in handy when I was doing my shots. Uh, Let's just get into it. You know, yeah. I feel like we're just, we're, I'm dancing around it. Okay. So how many years ago did you do IVF? I did it exactly two years ago. Okay. Exactly two years ago. So I did it exactly like, not exactly. It's been like a week. It's been a week since I got my eggs taken out. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and I just revisited my videos. And so Two years ago, I I did my first shot, election wow. day. Okay. Oh, wow. It was literally the day that we were choosing the president, and we had had four years of Trump. Oh, and I was like, why did I do this? Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic and the election. Like, this is crazy. And then a week out of it, my bloating had gone away. Because I had some serious bloating for like five or six days after the retrieval. But I started getting like really dizzy and like almost like vertigo. Like I feel like you and I kind of talked about our process throughout your shots and we could talk more about that. But I felt like pretty good minus like the kind of mood swingy stuff like I felt pretty good health-wise, but then I think a week after I did my retrieval, my body, like, shut down, and I felt dizzy, and I had to go on bed rest for, like, two days, and I had to go back Mm. to the doctor and make sure everything was okay, and then I was fine after, like, another week. Okay. Yeah, so so you—so my my shots process was— a hormone ride of the century. <laughs> yeah. Now, but I will say this. I also had a lot of other life stuff happening, but I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can separate the two, honestly, but I know that every response I had was like a thousand. It was yeah. just like, there was no just like casual nodding. <laughs> there was yeah. No like there was no easy breezy. I was information was either amazing or the worst thing I'd ever heard in my life. Well, what's interesting about what you went through compared to what I went through was there was a lot of life stuff going on for me. I had gone through a breakup. I was dating someone for five years. Oh, yeah. And then the lockdown and the pandemic and then the election, which was really was like Black Lives Matter was like like it was like a lot going on. But there was a sense of like everyone was grieving and everyone was panicked and everybody was going through something. So I actually think it like helped me emotionally Mm. in it because I'm like, well, I feel fucking crazy, but everybody is crazy right now. Right. Whereas you, your stuff is happening to you like personally and you're going through this thing and no one around you is really going through any of that, you know? Yeah, they're just like going on vacation. (laughs) Right. And you're like, oh, so-and-so's in Milan. Like, great. So I think that that's probably like, I'm curious if 
that must have been a way different experience for us emotionally. How um, did you feel when they, well, okay. So one of my shots, so tell me if this was one of yours, what you had to like mix it up yourself. Yeah. Okay. How, and I haven't Googled this and maybe there's a million people that have talked about this, but how do they expect you to go from never giving yourself a shot in your life to becoming a chemist to then hoping that you are doing a good enough job that you can have eggs come out a of baby, you that are giant. A baby someday, yes. <gasps> well, I know people that went every single day and drove to the place and they did the shots for them because they oh. were like, I'm not doing this. And I think actually the comedian Jamie Lee, I think I have saw oh, her. Yeah. She, she just went through either IVF or egg freezing, and yeah. she was going to the doctor. It looked like from her Instagram that she was. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I'm not driving to Pasadena every day. Like, I'm going to have to figure this out. So I did the first shot with a friend who had done it once before for, like, a friend of hers. So she, but I did it. Like, I didn't want her to do it. I yeah. I needed to do it. So the first one I did by myself, and I don't know, you just kind of were like, if the chemistry was so specific, they wouldn't be having me do it. So I guess I'm just going to do it and ballpark it and hope it's okay. Because it's literally for the listeners, it's like not measured out. It's like, you're going to take half of this, save the half of it, put it in your fridge for tomorrow, right? (laughs) Like, that's what it was. Yeah, mine was, yeah, it's like, it's, everyone's different. So it's like, mine was a third or mine was, it was started as a third and went to an eighth or, you know, it's like, but yeah, you're right. I think I had that same thought of like, if this was so do or die, they wouldn't have Aaron McGowan do this. Like, they would not send it home with a doofus. Because Um, they don't know what a big doofus I am. I mean, I'm clumsy. They have no idea what my fingers do and slip and drop. They should do. They should do some sort of check. They should just do like a dexterity. They should just like do the first one with you or something to see how capable you are. No, they just send it. I took a video of the woman like explaining it, and I watched that video like seven thousand times. Every time I put the shot in me, like, cause I was like, I still don't think I have it. I still yeah. don't think I have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had two friends come over and help me the first night. I had one glass of wine. My, my doctor told me I could have a glass of wine every once in a while. So. Well, you were really lucky because I didn't have any. Okay. <laughs> For well, like a month before. <laughs> Here's what I'll say, though. I don't know that I should have because I had had a glass of wine and then I was like, all right, I guess we should start like watching these videos. And I have ne- my brain has never hurt so bad in my life. But I will say never been more glad to have belly fat in my life. Oh, yeah. I mean, does you a solid in these situations. So nice. So happy. I'm pinching my fat lower belly that everyone wants to get rid of. And I'm like, if you're out there and you're going to do IVF ever in your Hold life. Hold on to that belly fat. Just keep it. Just love it. Use some high-waisted pants. Don't worry about whatever the trends are. Just, just. It goes right in. It goes right in. You can barely feel it barely feel it. I really was like, Hey, I was talking to my therapist about it and she has been through IVF and and talked to me about it as well. And she was like, well, didn't that one burn? And I was like, nah, bitch. No, I got this. (laughs) I've been drinking my wine. I've been living my life. I got this. (laughs) Oh my God. I also didn't want, um, I like my therapist suggested having Jason give me a shot. And I was like, I would like my marriage to keep going. (laughs) I would wrap. I don't know. It's weird because like one time I tried to wax my own vagina and it was like, this is insane. And I could, (laughs) I couldn't do it. And then I had wax all over me. Like I just, (laughs) I couldn't physically bring myself to do it. It's not that I like did a bad job. I just couldn't like when the time came to rip it, I was like, it's not happening. Yeah. So I thought I would feel the same way about the shots. Like I thought I would just want to look away and like, but there's something about like your friend or your loved one 
if it were a doctor, like, yes, of course I want you to do it. But when Jen came over to do it for me, I was like, no, I need to do it. I don't want you doing it. Yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. It is weird. But did you have a hard time putting it in your body the first time? Yeah. I have a video of it actually of me just like, and every time I did it, I actually did it like deep breaths, really slow. Like I could have gone so much faster, Mm -hmm. but I was just like barely, 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 barely pressing. I don't know. I just couldn't like stick it right in, you know? Yeah. Every time was hard. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Aaron coming at you to tell you guys about one of our great sponsors, Holacy Genius. Okay, if you're like me, you've just been young and free and haven't been thinking about life insurance policies. And then, you know, one day, all of a sudden, you realize that, you know, you're not promised tomorrow and, uh, you know, things can unravel really quickly. And, you know, you might leave your family with a, a, a credit card debt of the time you were 18 and decided to take yourself to Hawaii for the week, you know, so you don't want to maybe do that. So that's maybe why you would look into, that's just one random example at why you might look into life insurance policies. Now, Policy Genius is actually an insurance marketplace that makes it easy to compare quotes from top companies like AIG and Prudential in one place to find your lowest price on life insurance. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Options start at just $17 per month for $500,000 of coverage. So just click on the link in the description or head to policygenius.com slash dumbbells to get personalized quotes in minutes and find the right policy for your needs. So the licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. So there you go. If you want to be a boss, there you go. They're on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make your decisions with confidence. So Policy Genius, they don't add on extra fees. Your personal info is private. Okay, it's up to you to share that stuff. Policy Genius doesn't sell your details to third parties. And they have a lot of thousand, they have thousands of five-star reviews. So if you want to go check them out on Google and Trustpilot, you can kind of, you know, get your bearings about them as a company. Um, They've helped over 30 million people shop for insurance and placed over $150 billion in coverage. So dumbbells, head to policygenius.com slash dumbbells to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. Okay, you guys, the leaves are falling and back to life feels are kicking in. Okay, we've got people going back to school. We got games at night, weekends. We got homework. I mean, you guys have homework. I have finished my homework. There is a lot going on. Thankfully, Daily Harvest keeps me and my family going with easy to prep food built on organic ingredients that I can actually feel good about. So Daily Harvest delivers delicious, like during the holidays, like I guess not holidays, but it feels like it's becoming the holidays, harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, things that make you feel like you know, you can go into hibernation soon, but like in a healthy way, snacks, smoothies, lattes. Okay. They've got lattes now and more. They're built on organic fruits and vegetables. They daily harvest works directly with farmers. So they source the best of the best ingredients. Daily harvest then freezes their ingredients at peak ripeness to lock in nutrients and flavor. And they never ever use artificial preservatives or ingredients. So everything stays fresh in your freezer until you are ready. So like, I love to go to the grocery store when I have time, but let's be real. I have not had time. And the ease at which you can have something frozen that you know is healthy and rely, you can rely on that to be able to pull it out and just make it is, has been a life game changer saver. 
Um, my favorite right now is their artichoke and spinach flatbread. It makes me feel like I'm kind of having like pizza, <laughs> but like a healthy, a healthy version. Um, and it really is, they, they are committed to human and planetary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency, transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients. Um, so you guys, the dumbbell listeners deserve one less thing to worry about. Let daily harvest take care of the fruits and veggies for you. Go to dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells. Okay, so so physically you're not able to exercise during this time. What did you do? You know, I, at that time was like in a quarantine pod, like it was Mm -hmm. during the time where we couldn't really do anything, but walk or like be with your pod. And I think I just like went there as much as I could to get out of the house Um, because I didn't do any exercise because I'm older and like, like my fertility levels were average, but they weren't great. And I just was like, if they're telling me not to exercise, I'm not going to do it. You know, like when they told me not to drink, I was like, I'm just not going to do it. So I really did not like when I was with clients and stuff, I would pick up a weight here and there to show them something. But I really did very little physical. I just I think I just distracted myself with like friends. Yeah. Did you could you um, feel in your abs like or feel in your core kind of like the things shifting? I don't remember that. I remember feeling really nauseous mm. uh, and I figured it was from like the hormones and the birth control back and forth stuff. Yeah. But I don't remember like physically feeling anything inside of me besides that. Yeah. That was my, um, I had the, I was like, you know, I kept my clients. I was just like walking. I just did a lot of hot girl walks. I've teased about it on the podcast so many times, but <laughs> I did some hot girl walks, four miles, just oh, no hills, good. just yeah. walking around my neighborhood. Um, I During this time, I was not getting, because the quote unquote hot girl walk is four miles and under a minute. Or, <laughs> I'm like, oh my uh, God. One hour. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> under an hour, which is nearly impossible for me to really do. So I wasn't doing it in under an hour, but I was just trying to get, you know, my steps in, all that stuff. But at, toward the end, I had to make a couple videos for one of my clients who's out of town and wants like a hotel, one hotel workout. And I was like, okay, I think I can do this. It was the night before my extraction. So this is the final, final day. And the reason you're not supposed to work out, everyone out there, if you don't know, is you can flip your ovaries. <laughs> okay? That's yeah. all you need to tell me to make me not do anything. I will never move an inch if you tell me I could flip. Oh, you flip your ovaries? Okay. So this is like, and then, so, oh, also, I guess I should say, if you don't, if you're out there and you don't know what IVF, or I guess the egg freezing process, I haven't done the rest, but the egg freezing portion of this is like, you take hormones to make all the eggs that are floating around for that month. So it can be anywhere. It depends on everyone's different bodies. But for me, I had like 16 um, that they could make get bigger. So they give you these hormone shots to stop your period or stop you from ovulating. So all of your ovaries and they make the um, they make your eggs bigger. So one shot makes your period not or your cycle stop. And then the other ones make these eggs get just huge. Huge. And so they're like, normally there's just like one king that rises above the others. And that one is the one that gets tossed 
down for ovulation and the rest just go bye-bye. Not in this case. So I'm like, you're not like, for me, I could feel it in my core in a way I've never felt anything in my life in, in me. Wow. And I was like doing, I was showing or like videotaping step ups. So I'm just stepping up onto like a bench and controlling my leg on the way down, stepping back up, control the way down, which is primarily a leg move, but it's also very core based. Yeah. And I was doing it and I did like, I did like two and I was like, I should do the other side. <laughs> and then I was like, Aaron, shut up, stop what you're doing. And, and like, it doesn't, this isn't rocket science. She can figure this out. She can like, figure this out. <laughs> do one and then be like, now you do 10 more. Great. Right. Go. And so, yeah. So that was, and I remember like, I just programmed with stuff like the other like core stuff. I was like, just stuff that we had already done so that I didn't have to, to show it. But I was like, if I don't do these videos now, I won't be able to do them. Right. For a long time. Right. So I, I did do them, but feeling that way was like, I'm going to flip a freaking ovary over here, which I also think should be a saying flip an ovary. Don't make me flip an ovary over here. <laughs> flip an ovary so fast. Yeah, that's uh, so interesting. I feel like my friend Daphna froze her eggs when she was younger than us. She was like, maybe 32 and she had a lot of eggs. And I remember talking to her and her being like, oh my God, girl, I was, I was bloated to the point where I looked like three months pregnant because they wow. all, there were so many of them that they were like, they like bloated her entire stomach. So I remember knowing that I was going to feel bloated when they were growing in me and then mm -hmm. taking them out. But I never felt what you're describing that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And I, I hope to only ever feel like that when I'm actually pregnant. I feel like it was like maybe what it might feel like at the beginning of pregnancy where you're like, what is going on in there? Yeah. <laughs> and weird. you don't really know. Yeah. But it's so, it was the weirdest feeling I've ever felt. Just to even try to do like, I like tried to do an, Listen, I got, I was getting kind of stir crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was trying to do moves. I have like my pregnant clients do. <laughs> yes. You're like, well, if it's safe for them, it's safe for me. Yes. That's hilarious. So I was like trying to do like elevated push-ups, and I was like, you don't need to do this. Like stop. No, like you gotta <laughs> let it go. Like, but that's like the longer you're a trainer, the more when you go on vacation, you're going to be like, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> like, or if you're like yeah. doing IVF or whatever, you're going to be like, no. Like, I remember like I would know pregnant people that were like running marathons and like, or I had pregnant clients where at some point you want to just be like, why are you worried? Like, go <laughs> enjoy your life. Like you're having a baby. Like at some point it's like, I know we want to strengthen your arms so you can carry the baby and your back feels good. Great. Let's do that. Let's like get you ready. And then like, go away, like go mm -hmm. enjoy your life. And I think it just, the longer you're a trainer, you're just like, just live your life. Enjoy yourself. I like watched some like videos for like trainers for pregnant people and you know, it's showing people at all phases, but, but yeah, the like third trimester, you really, you're like, <laughs> just go, like go on a walk and bounce on one of those big balls. I yes, think that's all you need to do. <laughs> that's all you need to do. Like, what are we doing here guys? Like, what are we doing? Well, so, okay. So you got the eggs out. I've seen this photo that you're talking about with that you look like you're you have a baby belly. Yes, but I I remember taking that picture and it didn't really do it justice. Like it was big. It, it felt really big. Like it felt yeah. like I had and I posted that picture my friend bought me like a it's a boy, it's a girl balloon like <laughs> as a joke and I posted it like here's my fart baby or whatever. And people like actually thought I was like having a baby. And I was just like, oh, the internet, you guys are so dumb. 
But yes, I was really, but nobody told me that. Like Mm. nobody told me that, hey, when you're done, you're going to be really bloated. Like I wrote them and was like, I feel really bloated. Like, is this normal? Like nobody told me that was going to happen. I feel like, fine, if we worked at a desk, like would that matter as much? Maybe not. But like, I guess because we're physical people, like we need to know these things. We need to know like what our bodies are going to do. Yeah. When your, when your job like actually depends on your body. Yeah. What happens when your body isn't working with you? That is something, because, you know, I do hope to be pregnant and I do think about what, what you do as a personal trainer when you can't pick up the weights anymore because you're not allowed to. Right. Well, I think you really have to advocate for yourself. And like, you know, we've all been, every trainer listening right now knows that they've had, you know, a sprained toe or like I just had the toe thing. Like, and we've, our clients want to run to work out and they like when you run with them and then you push yourself in a way that you're like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like Mm, we've all been there, but I think when it comes to like pregnancy and like real injury stuff, you just have to say like, you have to pick up that weight. Not me because I'm (laughs) pregnant. Sorry. (laughs) You do it now, you know, and you just have to kind of do it because when you're done when you're done being pregnant, when you're done freezing your eggs, when you're done with IVF, it's not like the day after you could just jump right back into it. Right. Like they're like, no, you cannot work out until this. Yeah. Now you need two more weeks or a month or until you get your period or whatever it is. So that's another thing too, is like to be prepared that it's not just going away like right after your egg retrieval. Like right. I saw you went to like, a winery or something last weekend. Yes. <laughs> but when I was done with my eggs, they told me I wasn't allowed to have any sugar or any alcohol for like two more weeks. Well, I'll tell you what, I went to a party doctor. <laughs> you went to a party doctor. I did. Because I, I, I said before, I was like, okay, can I drink? And they were like, yeah, you can have a glass of wine every once in a while. And I was like, but like a margarita? <laughs> she was like, Yeah. And I was like, really? And then she was like, yeah, we just don't want you to get drunk. And I was like, noted. (laughs) Noted. Got it. I think that the, I think like in the paperwork they gave me when they discharged me, it was like, you are going to be really bloated. And these are the foods that are going to make you feel more bloated. And these are the foods that aren't. So Mm, I could have drank and I could have had sugar, but I think that I was so uncomfortable that I was just like, I don't want to make myself more uncomfortable. Right. No, I think you made the right call for sure. Maybe not the sugar, but you know. (laughs) I mean, Kelly came over with like, just like all this ice cream and chocolate. And I just was so uncomfortable that I was like, I can't even eat it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I like, I feel like we had flip flop IVFs, which is so fascinating because, and I think that that's like, Par for the course. I think that's why pregnancy, why um, like egg freezing, like anything around like like fertility and our body, everything is so specific, unique. Like some people, like in in my paperwork, it said now is not the time to start a brand new workout. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like I. I, like when people get pregnant, I've seen it where they're like, Hey, I'd like to start getting in shape. Like, All the I time. This baby. and you're like, yes, I, I don't think legally I can do that because, because you haven't been with me already, which isn't right. like bad or good, but just for my own sanity, like it, that was not the time for a brand right. new workout. So, but, but you and I were talking while you were going through it. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest differences also for us was that I've been on birth control since I was like 17 years old Mm, yeah, and you weren't on any sort of pill. So I, when I first went for my initial like consult, they couldn't even see my ovaries because they were so small from the birth control that they made me go Mm. off of it for three months to come back and look. So I had to get off of my birth control, 
Then I had to get on their birth control. And then they do this whole thing where you take like two pills for a couple of days and then you take one pill. So my hormones were in a completely different place than your hormones, just that alone. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, my body was like, what? is this <laughs> I mean so was yours it was just like in a different in a uh, different way a different way yeah I told you that um I lost like 12 pounds and the doctor was like this is very unusual and really strange mm-hmm. and the only thing that I could think of was I didn't drink for a month so that was probably a couple of those pounds but like yeah. come on I'm not like drinking 12 pounds <laughs> right. worth of booze but <laughs> right. maybe that was four yeah. at that time the height fair, of the yeah. pandemic you know um but also I think because birth control typically makes you gain weight, I probably am supposed to be like five to six pounds lighter than what I am. And maybe my birth control just makes me like a little heavier. So maybe when I went off, I lost weight. I don't know, but I lost like 12 pounds, which is really weird. Wow. I think I haven't actually, I decided not to weigh myself for a while, but that was after I did weigh myself and I gained like three pounds. And I was like, I think my body just needs to do what it's doing right now. And not, I don't need to be so worried about this. Yeah. So that's, I was like trying, I just kind of been like looking and seeing if I could see my abs a little bit. I, you know, I don't have the main ones. I just have the side guys visible. Yeah. So I just have <laughs> just, the side guys visible too. <laughs> I mean, that's all you need. I mean, come no, on. All you need is to make sure you've got a little bit of the side guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, I can notice, like, I, 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 like you said, I did, I did go to wine country this weekend and, uh, I drank a reasonable amount. So I didn't cry in public. So that's kind of where oh, I, good. that's great. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel emotionally now? Like, do you still feel hormonal or I actually feel normal? I think. I, I I guess maybe a better question would be to ask uh, my husband. Yes. <laughs> but I would say it was almost instantaneous of feeling back to myself because the night before or the day before your egg retrieval, you don't take any shots. Yeah. And even that day, I started to feel like... More normal. Wait a second. I haven't cried like a lot today because I'm talking like heave crying every day. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, granted, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. But like that day before, still stuff going on, not heave crying. So I was like, I think things are starting to mellow out. The egg retrieval happened. Oh, I will tell you this. I don't think I've told you this. Maybe I did. I can't remember. (laughs) The, The egg retrieval girl before me, you didn't tell she, me this. she came out. So the girl was in before me. And if you start to remember, I told you this, just pretend and go with it, you know? Uh, but she, I was like getting ready to go in and this girl had come out and she was in the next room and the nurse was like, how are you feeling? And she was like, mm, I'm just really disappointed. And the nurse goes, you know, the trigger shot doesn't always work. And so we can try again, you know, we can, we can do it again and try, try it again. And I was like, oh my God, I did not even know that this is an option. So the trigger shot is what makes you ovulate, which is what makes all the eggs drop. And then they go in and pick them like a freaking Easter basket. This was an option. So I go in and I was like, I who do I ask? Like, how, how do we know before I go under, did this trigger shot work on me? And so I, I, I never asked. And so I, I went under the last thing I said before I went under your legs wide open every, and you're just getting gassed and put down, you know? And I'm like, I said, this is freaky. And then I wake up and the first thing I say are, did you get my eggs? (laughs) And she was like, we got them. And I was just like, Oh, thank God. I don't, I, I had mentally prepared to do this once. Yeah. I might have to do it again at some point. I, but to think about getting out of anesthesia and having nothing 
And not even like, like maybe if you were like, maybe if the fertility stuff was really like hard and you weren't sure, at least you would kind of like know up front. It was like maybe going to be disappointing, but to just like go in thinking it was going to be fine. And then to come out and it be not fine. Oh my God. I did not know what I was going to do. Thankfully. I didn't know that that was a thing either, but I will say like when I was doing as much research as you can, because honestly guys, like there's really not a lot of information. Like if there's, Mm. you're online looking for, it's the same as like looking to lose 10 pounds in a week. You're (laughs) online and you're like, how many eggs am I going to get? And it's like, or how many babies can I have with these eggs? There's no like, if your score is this and you have this many eggs, then you are going to get, there is no, there's no such research. There's no such thing because a lot of women do this and they don't use their eggs. A lot Mm -hmm. of women do this and they do embryos. And then that's a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They just don't have like the proof. So like I had, they got 12 eggs and 11 of them are like mature eggs that they will freeze and like keep on ice. And when I said to the doctor, like, 11 eggs, okay, that's great. Because I was like you. I started with, like, 17 or 18. And then every time you go, they drop a little bit. And you're like, ooh. And at one point, I was only at 10. And I was like, ooh. You know, and then I got the 11 or whatever. And I said, this is, okay, so, like, how many babies can I have with this? Like, what's the deal with the 11? Yeah. And the doctor's like, well, you'll definitely have one. That's it. like, Cool, bruh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sounds good. But like, they really don't know yeah. anything. They yeah. don't. They just don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's, it is, it's shocking how long IVF has been a thing. I just found out. Well, and one of my favorite things about talking about IVF is everyone having their story with it. And yeah. I just talked to someone who their cousin had two kids but the first one was IVF like 16 or 17 years ago and I was like God only knows what kind of needles they were giving to 20 year olds at that point like what because I'm like unless it hasn't changed like freaking pads haven't changed in 20 years but I was like just like what a what a different world I'm like very curious to know what their experience was like I know. I love hearing everyone's stories too. My friend Miranda in New York, she was single and she was, I think she turned 40 and she was like, I'm just going to have a baby by myself. So she started doing like donors and she -hmm. couldn't get pregnant. She was having a really hard time. And then like she met someone while she was doing it. And she was like, listen, like I'm not dating. I'm trying to get pregnant right now. Like (laughs) I don't expect anybody to join this train, you know? And he- was like, no, I want to date you. And then they dated long enough where they did IVF together and she had a baby. I think it took her like two or three years. And then like immediately after she had a natural baby, like she got pregnant naturally right away. So it's like, you just never know what your body's going to do. Yeah. Our bodies are freaking weird. They're friggin' weird, dude. Yeah, it's weird. It's totally weird. So, so you got your eggs frozen. You had a a baby belly that went away, and now you're about to get married. Yes. So while I was doing, so I met my fiance, who I'm marrying in like three weeks, which is crazy. <laughs> right before I did my first shot. I, on the first date, I was like, I just want to let you know, I'm freezing my eggs and I'm about to start these shots. I'm not going to be able to have sex. I'm not going to be able to drink. I'm not going to be able to eat anything fun. Hey, who wants to date me? Um, (laughs) And so like, I didn't sleep with it. I was not allowed to sleep with him, okay? <laughs> well, in the beginning, I kind of was because I was, like, still not doing the shots yet. Yeah. But I had my period every day of my life because of the birth control up yeah. and down stuff. So, like, in the be- it's, like, new relationship. I'm, like, you're yeah. not coming near this, okay? Yeah. 
Like, I've been on birth control my whole life. I have had a cute period for a really long time. This is not a cute period, okay? <laughs> this is not cute. This, this is, is not real. the same. This, <laughs> this is not the same. So, like, don't come near me. Then I had, like, one day where, like, we could have, and then, like, surprise started bleeding. And I'm like, great. So, mm-hmm. didn't, I think the first time we had sex was, like, two months after I was finally, like, cleared by the doctor, I mean, it's sweet though. It was sweet. I never did that. I never, I never did that. I never did that. It was like different. And and he was there for some of the shots. Like in the beginning, I really wanted to do it myself and like Mm -hmm. not just like bring this new person into this experience for me because it was super emotional and like. It was just a lot. And so I just was like, I don't need to include him in this. But then like the last, I think I did one shot in front of him, like towards the end. Um, And then I sent him a sexy selfie (laughs) after I showed it to Aaron. I sent him a sexy selfie, like out of the emergency room, like with those things, the stickers like on the boobs. Yeah, like the heart monitor stickers. This has made me laugh consistently for the last eight days straight. This brought me more joy. I didn't remember it till like a week later. I was like going through my pictures and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I sent him that. And now we're getting married. It's so crazy. I love that, though. I mean, it's, you know, I I have similar feelings with like Jason and I's story where you're like, this could have gone a million different ways. I'm glad this went this way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and so I... (laughs) That selfie... (laughs) It's the, there's a there's a version of it on your Instagram story. Yes, there's I a clean clean version of it <laughs> on. Version. Yeah, like it like because they put you in this room to wait till they feel like you're ready to leave. Yeah. And like while I was in there, I was like, eh, and like yeah. took a selfie of myself, like just like a trash human. <laughs> so ridiculous. But that was like interesting because I, I really like I was with someone for five years. And I went to my first consult when we were together because he was younger than me. And I was like, we're not going to have kids anytime soon. Like, so I wanted to see what my options were. And they were like, you know, you should really do embryos because you're more likely to get pregnant with embryos. And I just was like, nah, I don't think he's going to want to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. So I had already like planted the seed in my head. And then as soon as we broke up, I was like, all right, like. I got to, I got to do this. I'm getting older. Like I have to do this, but I really wanted to do it like alone. I wanted to like do it for myself and by myself. So I included Bradley a little bit, but so he was in the loop of my feelings and my hormones and like if I was behaving a certain way, but I really wanted to keep it like, I wanted to be on my own for that. And I'm glad I did, but I'm also really glad that like I met him during that time of my life. Because it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. You have an article in the LA Times. It's uh, fun to read. It tells the whole story. So if our listeners out there want to get the get the hot goss. Yeah, if you want the hot goss. Um, it's in that bio, baby. Yeah, it's in the bio on my Instagram at Lindsay Gentile. And um, yeah, that was like that is cool that I'm marrying that person. And I know mm-hmm. that you can relate to that in the way that mm-hmm. you and like you and Jason have a story that's like, people are like, oh my God, like that's insane. <laughs> and, then, and then you say at the end, like, and now they're married. Like, I feel like there's some of that in our relationship, yeah, which is, is like yeah. really cute, you know? It is really cute. I also, yeah. when I was reading it, I like that you dated two cameramen back to back. I did. Cameraman number two, baby. <laughs> I got cameraman number two. The number one did not pan out. Did not well, when pan you, when out. When I was reading out. it, I, I mean, spoiler for the article, but when I was reading it, I was like, oh, I didn't know Bradley was a cameraman because I thought it was cameraman one. And then I was oh. like, oh, okay. Well, it wasn't no. that guy. <laughs> I was in a no bullshit zone and cameraman number one started to like, I like you and then pull away. And I'm like, uh-uh, 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 oh, yeah. uh-uh. No. I'm like, There's I've no already, I'm freezing my eggs. Like, we're either doing this or we're not doing this. <laughs> he also, he was like 38 and he came over with a bottle of two buck chuck. And I mm-hmm. am not a wine snob, but at some point we have to transition to like, 
a $15 bottle of wine? I mean, like, seems fair if you're courting a lady. So I think it was meant to be. I always say Ralph's has the, I'm a, a member of the Ralph's Wine Club, which is a 15 bottle of wine drops to 10.99. You buy six and you're, you seem richer than you are, you know? Incredible. Yeah. So if, if, if the, if the listeners out there are trying to date in their late thirties, just Get reach a little higher. Ralph's membership. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lindsay, thank you very much for coming on here and for divulging all of your IVF secrets. Um, is there anything else you want to plug or tell our listeners to find you on? No, if you go on my Instagram, not only do I have in the bio that article, um, but I also have like a little, I don't know what you call it, like one of my little like, circle things at the top says like egg freezing. And so oh, your anyone, highlights, yeah, my highlights. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone is going through the process or is thinking about it, there is some information. Like I went through it today and I'm like, there is actually some good info in there. So mm-hmm. you can check that out as well. It's at the top of my highlights, but that's it. It's Lindsay Gentile, like Gentile on Instagram. Cute. And congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Thank you. I can't wait to see pics. I know. Um, I can't wait. Thank you for being on here. Thank you for training me. Erin's a great trainer. You guys should hire her. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Will you do my, will you join me in our sign off? This is normally what Stanger and I do, but you know, like I said, he's not here. Um, So I'm going to say, I even forgot what we say. Oh, come on. Train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That's what we say. So I'll say train train dirty, and you say eat clean, and I'll say live in between. And then if you want to do like a wow or like a fun sound, like a button, you're a a comedy, you know. Um, I I am a comedy. I am a comedy. Um, I am a comedy. (laughs) um, If you're still listening out there, uh, don't forget to um, follow us at the dumbbells on social media. Uh, we really only use Instagram, but go ahead and f- do everything if you want. And um, if you have any questions, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Now, um, thank you from me, Lindsay, all the dumbbells out there, Ryan, with projects that you're working on. We'd like everyone to remember to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Got it. (laughs) Nailed it. All right. That was a HeadGum Podcast.